Bienvenidos and welcome a Cositas Mami Never Told Me, a podcast that dives deep into the Latin cultural norms that have long haunted the feminine genre. Montate and buckle up, porque it's going to be a roller coaster ride. No fuimos. What up, y'all? Coming straight from California. Estoy aquí en Los Ángeles, California. Where it's so sunny. No, <laughs> it's not sunny. It is raining, but we had a few sunny days. It's been a very nice experience being over here, helping Miss Rocio heal from her titty surgery. I may do a reveal at the end of this episode, but I don't know how I feel right now. She got some amazing titties. I don't know what the fuck she's talking about, but. <laughs> but did you enjoy your time in LA? Absolutely. What was your favorite part? My favorite part? There were so many. Um, I like going to the Grove. Mm-hmm. To the Grove. I liked going. I really enjoyed eating Roscoe's chicken and waffles, but then I threw up. No. <laughs> you can't just dive into something like that and just shortcut it. But that's what the Tell fuck the happens. What happens? Let's let's walk through the experience. So I okay. So hi. Tell them where Roscoe's is, what it is. So Roscoe's chicken and waffles. It's it's like a staple in Los Angeles. I got the story yesterday from Phil, and he Phil's told me that um, a man from New York stole the concept apparently or something. Allegedly. He loves Phil, but this is a public platform. Allegedly. Everything is always accurate. Right. So allegedly a guy came from New York. He came with the same concept of some guy that was doing chicken and waffles over there. He came over here. So it's become this staple in Los Angeles. So every time somebody comes from the East Coast to Los Angeles and they come back home, they're like, I went to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. And it also came out in like various movies. No, it's like a you know real, what I'm So it's like a, I think it's like um don't quote the movies, but it's probably in like those get ghetto movies like Friday or like whatever. Why they gotta be ghetto movies. I'm saying, you know, the ones that are based in like urban, urban movies. Yeah, so with like Ice Cube and those and people. Dog and all people. Yeah, so yeah. So then I just was gonna get a fried chicken with a waffle and You did, and it was delicious. And it was delicious. I tore it down when I tell you the shit went down. Like if you got Waffle House in the East Coast. It was like that. I tore it down. And then and Rocio. You had, no, then you had. No, hold on. I'm telling I'm telling, okay. telling you. So then Rocio ordered collard greens, mac and cheese, and chicken. So then I see her mac and cheese and the way it looked, because I make mac and cheese, I was like, let me get a bite. So I tasted it. And then the lady came back. I forgot. Nadia. I said, Nadia, can I get a mac and cheese? Mind you, there was like 17 million people that were Spanish working in the restaurant. But anyway, <laughs> and it's a soul food restaurant. Every employee was Mexican. <laughs> so I was talking in Spanish. But anyway, uh, so I get the mac and cheese. And then um, I got a fruit punch slash lemonade that was cracked. When I tell you, if you like Kool-Aid from back in the day, that shit was cracked. So that might be what set you in. Mixed all that together, and then I was feeling so good. And then I got up, and then all that shit started in my stomach. <laughs> Not throw up. No. So what she didn't say is, so we we go to Roscoe's, we go to the one that's in the hood. We get there, and Diana's so excited. She's like, "Oh, it's in the hood. You know it's about to be good." Right? It wasn't even helicopters, y'all. It wasn't even helicopters. Harley birds were like (laughs) literally in the parking lot. It was so low. Look at the helicopters. They're looking for criminals. I I was like, (laughs) 
definitely love them. Like they're whirly birds, and in this neighborhood, they're just always around here, which is very popular here in LA. That the helicopters, it's either the news following a chase or the police looking yeah. for someone who's jumping fences in people's backyards. Yeah, but. So we go in and the food actually, I'm not a fan, but it was actually really good because it was fresh. <laughs> but her and my husband, they went all, we went all, all the way in. Day. Like they all got the, the sweet, the sweet fruit punch with the lemonade, with the fry, with the <laughs> mac, with the waffle, with the butter. Could have been the butter and the syrup too. I think, so I got to preface this by saying that I haven't had fried chicken or fried well, chicken in a long time. And Bad. poorly. Yeah. So I, we do, but, but the point of my story is, right? <laughs> so, you know, we left the place, literally we drive out of the driveway and D goes, mm, something ain't sitting right. And I said... I thought she meant she had to go to the bathroom. I was like, Yo, oh, we need to turn around. She, she was looking through her pharmacy because she carried the pharmacy. Oh, I carry a pharmacy. <laughs> I literally took out my this pouch. Was me, but it was here. No, I just took out my pouch and I was like, I got Alka-Seltzer, there, gas eggs. I got nauseate. What you need? I said, mm, but that in a matter, we drive out. <laughs> and we don't even make it two blocks. And we have these vomit bags in the car because Sophie gets car sick. And she literally goes, I'm going to have to use this vomit bag. So I said, oh, wait, for real, for real. And she literally starts vomiting. And I I felt so awful. It all happened so fast. I felt awful that you guys had to smell it. Like, <laughs> funny, I didn't smell it. I didn't smell it. Like, I threw up in it. So fast. She it was, went, what? what? And then I twisted it. Because I was like, nope. Yeah, I ain't and then I had to tell Phil, my man, please pull over. He's like, He's like, should we pull over? <laughs> He's like, oh, oh, she's throwing a brick. <laughs> so he pulls over and he proceeds to vomit and finishes. But ready? Finishes, drinks her water, spits it out, does whatever she does, put it in the trash. I'm ready to go. <laughs> and I'm quick to be like, should we go home? Hell like, no. It feels like, do we need to? She's like, no, no. <laughs> never That's in my sight. She's like, no, it's all gone now. But then she says, <laughs> but damn, it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm calories. This is in my head. Calories went in the garbage. Thick like that, I don't even want to see it. Like, ever again. I have an Applebee story that I will not share. Well, you see, I didn't eat the, the mac and cheese. You didn't eat it last night. I was like, mm. oh, because we, you know, we always go OD and we, we ordered some plastic and collard to go because we were like, oh, when we get home tonight, we're going to eat. I wanted, I wanted the extra waffles your husband had. You didn't go eat them. <laughs> Thank God you did not. Can you imagine? She I think was, I would have shit in my soul. It would have been a double situation. It would have been ugly. It, it would have been, been like, I'm going to throw these pants away because I shit it myself. Waffle that Phil had already saturated in butter and syrup. So to good. Go. So good. <laughs> both of them. Both of them. <laughs> and they breathe. Oh, my God. But you know what? Never again. Like, I was telling Rocio, when I get back, I'm going to be like blind like this. Yo, like she, water she, intake, she, she, working out like a fucking so maniac. Hard. I got to go hard because you know what? I'm fluffy. 
But it's okay. I'm good with it. I, I, I think I still look fly. Wait. But you're what? I can look better. Fluffy. You're I'm fluffy. Like, you're fluffy. fluffy. Yeah. Like, if somebody lays on me, they're going to be comfortable. I want, a oh, husband, they love I want my husband to lay on me and be like, baby, you hard. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> I like fluffy. You like, ain't nothing fluffy about you, but the new titties. Yeah. Ain't nothing. Well, that's my transition into today's episode. <laughs> Okay. Everything else hard. You should yeah. be a body. Uh. We, are, we are transitioning into cirugia plastica. Plastic bomb. Plastic surgery, y'all. Plastic surgery. And more in-depth BBM. You know, what I'm going to do here, for those watching on YouTube, is be like, psh, 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 psh. I'm going to add all these pictures of like BBLs, oh, shit. Pets, yeah. facelifts, all these pictures right here. <laughs> so right here is... We're gonna cut and we're gonna go here, but I'm leaving this in the podcast so you guys can go to YouTube and watch and um click below and subscribe. Right. That's what Sophie says. Hey. But we're having a conversation about plastic surgery. Mm. That is so prevalent uh-huh. with women in 2023 overall. But I think you know what? It's a generalization. I do think that. The specific BBL may be higher in the brown community, as in Latinas and Black women. Mm-hmm. But after going through my plastic surgery procedure, white people be getting plastic surgery early. And a lot. And a lot. And a lot. By the way, Beverly Hills was another spot. Oh, oh you enjoyed Beverly Hills! That's where this one got a procedure. Yes. So... <laughs> So me and Dee thought of doing this this podcast because I have wanted to get a breast reduction for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I got my period when I was 12 and I think I went straight to a D double D within months. And I was like a double zero in high school. So tiny with big boobs. That being said, it's cute aesthetically until you get older, you start to gain a little weight, your back starts to hurt. Like my back was. I know you would always complain about your back. In shambles. And then because of my arm, I was born with scoliosis. So it was heightened. Mm. So then you don't think about the weight, right? But then I work out a lot. You know, I try to be active and it's constantly, I was starting to do this. Mm. So even before I had my daughter, I had wanted to do a breast reduction. And nobody wants a hunchback of Notre Dame. Correct. Because what is big cities with a hunchback? Nothing. Not attractive. Exactly. I've seen it. Yes. So <laughs> then I had I got pregnant and I was like, I'm going to wait until I have Sophie or if I want to have more kids. It does not look like I'm getting pregnant again. Um. So I finally made appointment oh that was another thing i had looked for plastic surgeons and because plastic surgery has become so i think i would say mainstream Mm -hmm. there were two surgeons that i found one in texas and one in florida that i think do amazing work but their wait list was three years for a consult was one of them dr miami no okay no he's crazy but anyway go i know from the tv show right yeah but i heard he does really good work i'm sure because at the end of the day, even though it's a TV show, they ha- they're doctors. Like, they're doctors, yeah. They're doctors. They have to fucking d- deliver. Um, so I ended up moving to LA. I was still, you know, like doing research here and there, whatever. I'm having a conversation with my girlfriend. She had had a breast reduction and a few other things done. 
And then our other friend had an it her implants, and then our other friend got implants as well, and they all went to Dr. Payman, who I will tag below, who was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I was like, you know what? What's better than like first hand referrals? And she showed me her breasts and they look great. So I made an appointment with him. It was fairly quick once I once I was able to get the date. And then Diana, because she's such a great friend, came out here to take care of me for the week. So now I went from a... But she's a fucking trooper. Yeah. She's a fucking trooper, let me tell you. Because one, two days, she told me the second day. The second day was the worst. So yeah, I'll talk about that too. So the first day, I was so high on the the, the anesthesia that I didn't feel high, like woozy. I felt like good. Like I felt like, oh... But day two, when the anesthesia wore off, it was when I was like, I I couldn't move my arm. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, it wasn't like pain, like labor pain. Mm. It was pain like I had just been in a fight pain. Oh, shit. You okay. know, like sore. Mm-hmm. Like your body's like beat up. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that's from all the like pulling, tucking, like whatever they have to do. But it was, it was more like having been in a fight. And it was a constant like throb of like, so you can't, it's never a time where you're like, oh, I feel okay. And then you do something and it hurts. It was like day two into day three, which I kind of knew because with my C-section and the nurse was so spot on. She was like, listen, when you get to day three, it'll feel better. It just happens that way. And for me, that's how it happened. Mm -hmm. So they told me the same thing. They were like, you know, day one. Take it slow because you're going to think from the anesthesia that you're fine. Day two to day three will be the worst. And that's what it was. And when I looked in the mirror, I definitely was immediately after surgery. And Diana will tell you, I looked down and I was like, (laughs) oh, my God, I made a mistake. Oh, my God, I I look like a boy. I felt like I looked like a boy because I was swollen everywhere besides my breast, though. I'm going to show y'all a picture here or maybe not. <laughs> okay. Cause they and I had to tell her. I looked in the mirror and I said, I genuinely was like, I made a mistake. I made a huge fucking mistake. Okay. So day three, she's standing in front of the mirror, right? And she has no qualms about being naked. Ever. Okay. And I'm very used to her being naked around me. Always. So I, I'm fine with it too. And if I wasn't, Literally, she wouldn't give a fuck. Band-aids and incisions. I'm like, what? Right. So she's standing there. She's like, oh, my God. Now you can really see the fat. So I had to go over there. Right. And pull down my pants. And show her what real fat looked like. <laughs> she joined me in the nudity. <laughs> yeah. I, I joined her. Because I was like, B, this is fat. If you sit down, I put it on your shoulder. Like, that's how. <laughs> Didn't you do that to Nat? Yeah, I did. Nat. Yes, she's Nat, when I did that. <laughs> she's like, Nat, I, I used to do this to Nat. No. No. And Matt's like, please don't do it. And Matt is always so proper. Please don't. I used to pick up my gut. And put it on, please on don't. Shoulder. Please don't do that. No, but then um, then one more day or two went by. And yeah, I think by the fourth process, day, she was, I like, was okay. like, oh, okay. But it really happens when I went to see Dr. Payman. Oh, That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. So Diana will tell you about her Beverly Hills experience and what she saw in the office and stuff. But so then it was, uh, my surgery was on a Friday. I did, thank God, I was smart enough to do a recovery place for three nights because of the baby and because, you know, Phil's health is so like up and down. 
Um, so then Diana got here that Monday and by Wednesday I went to see the doctor. So it wasn't even a week. And when I saw my breast with him was the first time I was like, oh, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Because until then it was like wrapped and I could only see a little, just enough. And I, I you, ha- you guys have to understand, I went from a 32 HK kind of, depends, HIJ. K, yeah, sometimes I was a K, depending on the bra. Jesus. Yeah. And it was like a beautiful breast. Then hey, nurse... so far removed from my C. Girl. <laughs> I see you. I see you. So, and again, I've had big breasts my whole life. So it went from, from that. And then I say from a nursing H after I nursed my daughter to like, my my nipples face outward and it's like we're all all right here Mm. so i i for me it was definitely a like mental trauma for a a few days where i was i i transparently was like did i make the right decision i don't i felt very and this is no offense to women with small breasts i think we all come in different shapes and sizes i think we're all gorgeous but you guys have to understand for someone who has always had large breasts i felt very unfeminine like i felt like not a girl well thank goodness uh, that that most of us that have the smaller now i got a little bit more but most of it is sagging let's keep it real and the bra makes it look like this line going on but anyways but i don't think anybody takes offense to it because i know that growing up i wanted to do my boobs right you knew that like i've always wanted to do my boobs yeah you have said i've always i always used to say if i had your titties i walk around (laughs) with a tank top White beater. No white, bro, just a white beater, like, ah. <laughs> and I'm like. But God knows who we gave to these two. And ass. Because if he would have <laughs> gave me ass, I may have kept the titties in the back pain. Okay? And this is why we're talking about plastic surgery today. No, but you know what's crazy? That um, back in the day, you didn't see people getting plastic surgery. like, Or did we just not know about it? I don't, I don't, well. Growing up in my family, my, my family, like my aunts, my mother and their friends, everybody was pretty much like just living check to check or the next phase. So is it because of financial? So I don't think because financial. Yes, right now, I don't think people's finances have changed. I think people just the go taxes, into debt. Not because they get them little taxes around. The tax refund. March, yeah. And they go get I that wonder, shit. that's probably something. That's like, true, B. high. That's true. It's a high and they season. got payments too. Oh, no. You they can got- You can put your ass on a payment plan. You can put because your hands on there. Thank God I had saved money, but they have options. I don't think every doctor, but they have options where you can just like, you get stuck into a payment plan. Shit. That's crazy. So That's imagine so you got crazy. your new ass and you're still paying it off for like four years. I mean, it's like college. Really not like college. <laughs> no, if you think about it, the payment plan, you're going to pay. But at the end of the day, I mean, depending on your on what, decisions what you're getting, on employment, right? What you're gonna, what you're getting the BPL maybe, for? Exactly. Maybe the ass is leading to it. Um. So that was my plastic surgery experience, and then me and Diana were like, you know, we should talk about what's really happening in the world right now, from a like fun perspective as well as like a more serious perspective, with people really feeling like they they need to have plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So we did a little research, and we're gonna share it with you. Well, first of all. This only really became popular, I want to say 10 or 15 years ago, right? When J-Lo and like, well, first J-Lo, because J-Lo's natural. And then, um, well, her butt is. She's I do, butt. I do think, you know, had you're right. I do think she kind of like 
she kind of like started to make it okay to be feminine. Mm-hmm. She, her butt has actually gone down, I think, because she works She's out, so, out much. so much. Yeah. But um, but even Kim Kardashian has said Kim came that, after. Yeah. So even when she met her, I remember watching an episode when she met her, and she was like, you know, I've always liked your butt, and you know, I just had to have a butt, and you know, so I, then I think once. Kim Kardashian got it because she's white. It became like this explosion, you know? And I, I started seeing them, I want to say, about 15 years ago in the hood. And I was like, wait a fake, minute. Fake, fake asses? Yeah, like 10, 15 mm. years ago. And I'm like, well, that's what I was saying, you know, like when I speak to people and I'm like, well, shit, I've known you my whole life. So if I come up to you and I ask you, where'd you get your work done? Don't get offended. It looks nice. like, sweetie, we went to high school together. Right, like, I've known you. As a pancake. There's no way. Like, you could get, you could do squats, you could do cycling, you could do mountain climb, whatever the fuck you're doing. You're not getting a gun, you're not gonna get a massive ass and hips. That's not gonna happen. You may get a slight lift in your ass, like in your glutes. You may in your get glutes. hippier when you get pregnant. Right. You may get a little, you're but, right. You, but these let's fucking call things it what are it is. ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Like, call it what it is. It is. And crazy. I mean, no hate because. A lot of y'all look amazing, but some of y'all look bad. Cause I don't know where y'all getting this work done. And I think it's very important to make sure that you do your research. If you, if you're thinking about getting a BBL, make sure that these people are professionals, make sure that they're licensed, make sure that they're real doctors, because mm-hmm. we've all heard the horror stories about all these people that are getting their fucking injections done in hotel rooms or back alleys or I mean, TV. Right. So you don't want that. Cardi or, B has been or to get injected about with some bullshit. Some crazy shit in her ass. Right. Or getting injected with cement. I remember hearing a story in um, New York. This lady oh my was God, injected yes, cement. In like Washington Heights. What the fuck? Yes. It was the other one who had a TV show. Um, K. Michelle got all oh, the stuff. Sorry, she, yeah. she supposedly got really sick from her. Yeah. Yeah. From her stuff. And then she took a lot of the stuff out and she looks great. Gorgeous. But it's almost like. A double-edged sword, right? Because if she wouldn't have got that stuff done, we wouldn't, would we know, okay, Michelle? Exactly. So that's what we're going to dive into today. So Diana actually did some digging, the researcher in her. And we're going to dive into some history before we go into why. Okay. And then for those of you watching us, like, if we're talking and any of us start looking down or looking off to the side, we're looking for notes. We're looking at notes because we're trying to give you stuff that we've researched. We're not being rude to each other or to you, but we don't have anybody holding a cue card. So whoever wants that job, hit us up. Yeah. <laughs> and also sometimes we're looking because our DMs and our subscriptions are going up so oh my God. quickly. Tell your friends. <laughs> Tell your friends. We're Subscribe. so psyched. Oh my God. We're so psyched. Subscribe. And you guys are enjoying right us. Right here is where the logo goes. Follow us. Yeah. Cosita. Okay. Oh, shit. Not that much. My cleavage. I mean, it's all product placement. Oh, yes, ma'am. Okay. So, I was telling Rocio earlier that I found it very surprising that in 1960, Ivo, Ivo Patonga, maybe? Patongai, was the one that found that founded the first plastic surgery training center. Guess where? Fucking Brazil, yeah. And fucking Brazil. Brazil. Are you surprised? I wasn't surprised. I was I was surprised it was 1960. I was surprised it was 1960. I wasn't surprised it was Brazil. One, two, you know, I've said it seven times that I need to go to Carnival because 
First of all, I think Brazilians, and we met the most gorgeous Brazilian guy yesterday, mm -hmm. ironically, but oh I do God. think Brazil produces some of the most beautiful people. I do think they produce some of the most beautiful people with natural bodies, mm -hmm. but I do think they produce some of the most beautiful people with plastic surgery bodies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because they do small adjustments. Yeah, it's, it's like very natural it goes very much with the body and i saw this year on social media like throughout carnival you know the samba dancers they come in so many different varieties mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i'm like yo <laughs> i literally want to squat like every second for the rest of my life yeah a squat will make you have a nice little round situation but did you know that it is um the bbl is the 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 plastic surgery that's the deadliest. Yes, I did know that. That's I didn't know that. I thought it would be like something else. Do we know I, why? I didn't know. Well, I did find that. The, I guess there's something in the butt. Hold on. I have so many notes. Let me put my glasses back on. I'm so sorry. <laughs> there's a vital heart artery that's located near the butt. So if it gets injected with fat by mistake, it can cause a blockage and you can automatically just have oh so arrest. there's an artery in the butt near the butt yeah near the butt so when you're injecting shit you might so if it's not a professional like i was saying earlier somebody that don't know what the fuck they're doing wow. so people die of heart attacks on the table which is i'm well, not talking about well that, no it, but p.s that's i'll never forget my girlfriend's husband went in for a knee surgery and he died so I say that to say we never know like how the arteries or veins or blood vessels or things go up to our heart or our brain can paralyze you. Like, like real talk, not to get too deep, understanding the aesthetic and the like the outside picture of it. I'm, I'm pro plastic surgery. I'm pro doing whatever you want to do that makes you happy. 100%. I think Diana is too. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure, but I am more like please do your research like yes it's cheaper in colombia yes it's cheaper in other countries but there's a reason why these people yes i do think plastic surgery is a huge business in the united states and you know we can talk about proper protocol and laws and things that are in place politically connected and for financial reasons but these countries do not have to adhere to a lot of regularities or like for instance when we went to mexico and phil fell down a flight of stairs it's not like you could just sue the hotel like here if you fell down a flight of stairs because they were mopping you could sue the hotel mm -hmm. but in these countries it's basically like oh we're sorry for your loss <laughs> <laughs> okay take your shit and get the fuck out of here ain't that crazy but p.s <laughs> am i wrong or do you know recently the people who got killed in mexico weren't they on their way for a plastic surgery supposedly the girl was going down for plastic surgery to me it's kind of fishy because if i was going down for plastic surgery i ain't bringing three men oh that's true i'm bringing some girlfriends and i know my girlfriend's gonna take care of me these dudes ain't gonna do they ain't gonna take care of me so i was thinking there was something more to the story mm. but that was the reason why so, they said they yeah were going. so the reason supposedly they were going uh -huh. is for and then supposedly the cartel or whoever knew they had money mm -hmm. because they were going to pay for the surgery or right. something right which i don't know sounds fishy to me sounds fishy to me and <clears throat> one of the things that i knew i was looking for like how long does it last because I know some folks that had gotten, you know, plastic surgeries in their thirties and now it's like been 10 to 15 years. Right. So now they're in their late, they in their late forties. And if you don't work out 
and maintain. You're just going to be fat with a, <laughs> with a butt that just sticks out awkwardly. Like it just doesn't. Like, what? What? Because there's like. Because it does yeah, last. It doesn't have to. Fat, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, I didn't do my research on that part, but. There's an option to put fat. There's an option. Is the silicone option still yes, an option to put in your butt? Right. But it's not. It's a form of silicone, but it's not something that they recommend. Okay. They would rather take fat from your body to do it. So check this out. So when I went to Dr. Payman about my breasts, I absolutely 100% asked him about lipo. Mm-hmm. Because when I had Sophie, yes, I know I'm not big. I'm not saying that. Whatever. But when I had Sophie, I had a C-section. It's been three, four years now. I still can't feel anywhere around my C-section. But no matter how much I work out, I have like that excess skin. And what I do love about Dr. Payton is that one, I went in for a breast reduction and he didn't try to convince me of anything else. Two, immediately he said, you cannot have liposuction because you will get Tara Reed's stomach, which I guess is like lumpy which I noticed. So this is all things I'm going into ignorantly because I'm like, oh, really? What's that? But then I realized Cardi B must be getting a lot of lipo because now if you, and I love Cardi B. Now, if you notice her stomach is starting to look lumpy, but that's what happens when you get, when you have kids, when you get the lipo, when you don't work out, like all these things work. But at the end of the day, you have to walk into a healthy lifestyle and maintenance. It's not just going to stay the way it is. Right. But and I, I understand the pressures. Well, I mean, but again, coming out here, pressure. like, and Diana will tell you, oh but my gosh. Between getting plastic surgery because you're a celebrity and everyone is looking at you and then getting plastic surgery to walk Don Dykeman in New York. <laughs> like he, there's differences. In my opinion. Right. But he was the one who put me on to, I said, wait, Dr. Payman. So you're telling me, he's like, the only thing you could do is a tummy tuck. And I was like, what? I felt for me, and he did too. He's like, I don't even think I would perform a tummy tuck on you because I'm, I'm, I'm too small. You know what I'm saying? But he's the one who explained to me, because I said, how do these girls get this like hourglass and these hips? And he's like, well... It's it's a t- it's like the mommy makeover, which is a tummy tuck, a breast lift, either with implants or without. Talk about the staple stomach, though. Also. Oh yes, and then you add the fat that you remove from the waist with the tummy tuck into the butt. But he also put me on to the fact because my question was about Khloe Kardashian. And I was like, I need to better. So this is me with my plastic surgeon. And he's basically like, fuck, like, this is not an educational moment. Session. But <laughs> I definitely went in with a list of questions. And also, feel free to ask your doctors all the questions. Because you you're going to be fucking paying a whole bunch of fucking money. Pay, ask the fucking questions. A hundred. And if they're feeling percent. bothered, maybe you should go to a different doctor. A hundred percent. Like, the one thing is, you're first of all, you're a customer, even mm-hmm. though this is surgery. You're a customer and they should take their time in addressing and answering any of your questions. Two, I am a woman. I am, I feel like I'm super confident, but I'm so self-conscious as well. I'm going to have scars. I'm going to go through all this. So at the same time, I'm like, if I could get some lipo done, and even though I work out, I, I work out hard as you guys know, and I still don't lose this. But I learned that day because I was asking about Khloe Kardashian, how her bone structure has gotten small. And I was like, that to me is like, how do you do that? He didn't say that he knows this for a fact, 
But he did say that he believes she may have gotten some sort of um, a lap band, like a lap band, or what is the other one? Gastric gastric bypass. Gastric bypass, which makes sense because if you notice, people who get that they start to lose so much weight quickly. I think the difference with Chloe is one, she has the money to maintain it, and two, she puts in the work mm -hmm. to like in the gym, in the gym. And, and nutrition-wise, again, because they have the finances to get a masseuse and a physical therapist and a, and a chef, you know, that all this stuff goes into what it is to maintain these bodies. Um, but I left there, like, mind-blown, for real, for real, because I was like, I said, Dr. Payman, are you telling me everyone's getting tummy tucks? He's like, absolutely. It was, it was like, Second nature, everyone's getting tummy But tucks. it was a revolving door. Like well, I went Also, in when there. you went in. So when I went in with Rocio, first of all, this office is beautiful. Okay? We had gold chairs and some fucking furs and shit. And the walls were velvet. I was like, what's happening in here? Like, it was a vibe. So a vibe. I'm, I, I'm, I'm looking at the commercials. I'm looking at the commercials. You know, they have like this running commercial of all the uh, services that they provide. Before and after pictures. They had... um the creams and stuff that they sell in the office. So I'm sitting there taking it out as you as you guys know, I'm a freaking sponge when it comes to shit like this. So I'm just sitting there, sitting there. And then I see them on doctors. They're on, um, the funny thing extra, is, extra entertainment tonight. And then I'm like, Oh shit. I've seen, seen these the motherfuckers. <laughs> I didn't even know that. <laughs> I've seen these motherfuckers before <laughs> because I watch so much fucking TV. So then they came out and I was just like, oh shit, yeah, that's him. I saw that guy. And then I'm sitting, so I'm sitting and in my head, I'm like, Rocio and Phil are like, oh yeah, we're going to bring, we're going to bring Rocio to the doctor. I'm thinking, okay, we're going to go to the doctor. We pull up in Beverly Hills, we, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we pull up in Beverly and Hills. You're going to get it right. done. You're going to have to go we to the pull up to the Beverly Hills plastic surgery group that's been on TV. I'm like, I've seen this on Right, so we walking up, whatever, we go inside. I'm watching all this stuff happening, going on, and I'm just like, the revolving door. Like, there were so many people and coming in and out we're of We're going to have to do a part two to this podcast because there's a lot of men. Yes, I was about to say. So, what they're getting done? <laughs> but... I was just like, and I mean, it was white women. It was Spanish women. I didn't see any black women, but I'm sure they come there the too. The lady he did the day after me, which is the breast reduction he showed me, was black. She and did, I saw some before and after she, pictures. Yeah, she with, did a some breast reduction. Um, and then the, the funny thing is the work that he showed me as an example the first time I went was also a black woman. Okay. But she had done the breast reduction. I think she put an implant and she did the mommy. So she did the mommy makeover. She okay. did the, which by the way, she looked amazing. It's just not for me. It's mm -hmm. not, I'm mm -hmm. not there right now. Down the road, who knows, but I'm not there right now. But, um, it's, it's, it's kind of nuts. But my, my, my bigger question, of course, the fun, this But is, wait, but we, wait, wait. Go, go. So before we even got to the office where Rocio was getting, so we go up to the whole building is, the whole building every is room plastic in surgery. There. Every room in The there. whole building. So we get up to like the, if you want to the third floor. your finger, I think you could was do it, it in that building. Floor, second floor. Second floor. So we get to the second floor, right? So we got to hang left and take a right, go down the long hallway and take a right, right? And they're the last suite at the end. I am passing every fucking, they had a jaw, they had a fucking uh, nose, they, I'm like, 
You can so literally get everything done anything. in this building. It's a one-stop shop. You don't shop. like the way your finger looks, or it's it, or no. You could probably fucking get it cosmetic. It was like, crazy. Thing. It was, and then everybody that worked there was gorgeous. Oh, they're so beautiful, isn't that nuts? I was like, speaking, of, speaking of Brazil, <laughs> the one woman that I think is oh the flawless. redheaded one. Oh my god. Oh my god. She's from Brazil. I was like, wow. But anyway, it was it was a great experience to go and just to like soak all that stuff in, and then it's just crazy how like when we were being picked up, her husband had said that one of the guys from um, Earth, Wind, and Fire had came out the building. So I was like, mm. I mean, that's typical Beverly Hills. Yeah, but it's like everybody's so, just getting so, touched so, up. So whatever. you experienced that, and so did I, because it was my first time ever. But then you go, you walk into this place, and you feel like fuck. They know what they're doing. It just gives you right. the energy or whatever. And you feel confident. So mind you, I already have anxiety about doing this. But can you imagine going into someone's basement? basement uh, or a hotel, a random like, hotel room? At one point, does your intuition be like, Maybe you this isn't do this. what we should be doing? Right. You know, and then that makes me think, and, and Diana and I were having this conversation, what has our society done where are we getting plastic surgery for ourselves or for other people? And what has happened in society that now it's like, I mean, maybe it's not just now, but it's like, I feel, I feel like women potentially get these BBLs and these like procedures for themselves, but really for, for other women to be like, Oh my God, girl, you look so good. But I do think that subconsciously it's creating these expectations of women for men that puts more pressure on us. Does that make sense? It's, I feel mm -hmm. like it's all going like mm -hmm. this. I feel like now these younger boys have these expectations that girls need to have tiny ass waist, big ass hips, big ass tits. And it's But like, they're walking around with receding hairlines, big ass bellies. And dicks that don't get hard. Or small ones. Or small ones. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, we just went left. I wonder, does payment do that? I don't know. I wonder. Right? Damn, that's probably what that white dude was there for because he looked crazy. Oh, so to answer your question, I did see videos in the office of men. They are getting tummy tucks. They are getting pecs put in. I actually worked and probably out. probably like calves, right? Yeah. I actually worked out in Connecticut this summer when I was there. And this guy comes in and his pecs are like titties. But the funny thing is during the workout, I was like, they weren't moving. Not only that, he didn't really like work out. And I, you could just tell maybe it's because we work out. You could tell someone who goes hard in the right. paint. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I mean, he looked fit, but the pecs were like slapping him. So he leaves and I had become cool with one of the instructors. And I was like, is it? And he goes, nah. Like immediately he knew what I was asking about. And the guy had gotten fake muscle. He was gay, but he got fake like muscle Plates? I don't know what it is. Is it silicone? Eat off my chest. <laughs> eat off. Eat in between my cleavage. Yeah. Why do you think women are getting it done? The pressures. Just the pressures of... Even though it's become better, right? It's become better. Thank you, Rihanna. Because when she started doing her Fenty line, her lingerie line, yeah. she was in very inclusive yeah. with everybody coming in. Thank you, Lizzo, for coming through and 100%. just having people just... You know, being okay with who you are, whatever size you are, whatever. Perfect, right? Because the funny thing is, Lizzo's like vegan and works out a lot. She really does. And she's very happy in her skin. And I am like, go ahead, Lizzo. 
and I I hope to meet her one day. But so cute, so cute. So I think the pressures that for so many years have been put upon us, not really men, right? Because no, there's no commercial saying your dick needs to be bigger than this many inches. When, by the way, usually it does need to be bigger. <laughs> Whoop. PSA. A bloop. For those right? women listening and for the young girls listening, shout out to Alyssa, who we oh. <laughs> but sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> the red thing. We didn't know our mother and father. Don't be talking about the family. <laughs> don't, sweetie, girl, please don't settle. <laughs> settle. If and when, if and when you're right, what is right now? school. You're gonna be thirty years old when you have sex for the first time. But please, sorry, Lucemi. Sorry, Lucemi. Let me walk you through this. Bye bye. Bye bye. No, but we love that um, that you're listening to us and maybe sharing with your friends who are also Amazing. in their twenties. Amazing. But like the pressures, the pressures. By the way, Alyssa's body out of control <laughs> and her boobs. <laughs> I'm sorry, Alyssa. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna be so surprised and probably terrified. Yeah. It's Amazing. Okay, and she got real eyes because some of these chicks out here with these contacts. Oh, yeah, these contacts. But them teddy. <laughs> okay, let's. She's probably embarrassed. Reel it in, reel it in. Yeah, let's reel it in. Yeah, in. So the pressures, I think, of just Hollywood and TV and oh, rap so videos. And did say after I'm, I've been here, I've realized that the pressures in like you said here, LA, LA New York, Miami. TV, Super intense just for the normal person. Because Diana's like, yo, everyone here is so skinny. But, like, unhealthy Unhealthy skinny. skinny. Like, it's like they're, 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 like, they're, like, looking for this. I don't know. Do they put, like, a melon between their legs and then lose right. weight? And then they yeah. have, like, this big-ass gap. Like, I wouldn't mind a little tiny gap. Like, because my thighs haven't seen a gap in about four years. But I'm just saying, like, I, I was just noticing. And, and how skinny. Just how small, just tiny. tiny. These women in all ages, just tiny. I do feel there's a lot of there's just a lot of pressure. No matter what you do, I mean, let's not even talk about what you decide to do for a living. But there is a lot of, and I do 100%. Social media has created a lot of pressure, even if you work from home. You get what I'm saying? Right, like, right. there's, there's, there's something to be said about what the fuck is it where we were watching the farmer that show, right? Uh, farmer wants be the farmer, or whatever. Farmer wants a wife because I rarely watch TV, but when I do, I want it to literally fry my brain. Um, <laughs> like I don't want to think. Other garbage TV. It's what's trash. <laughs> um, but of course, me being the fucking heavy human that I am, when I'm watching, I told Diana, I look over her, I was like, you know what I see? I see so many insecure women. Like, that's what I see on this on this screen right now. There like, was only one that was like really secure, the one that said, no, I'm leaving. Yeah, she was like, I'm out. <laughs> like, was I, I, I was going to feel this energy and I don't. But then the other girls, I say that to say the other girls were like crying. After or, one like, day. One day. And don't even know what's going on down there. Mind you, one day and the farmer already said, I want to let y'all know that usually I go west. Yeah. Three days a week. <laughs> and, you'll, and you'll be on the farm alone. 
Look at these bitches. They all skinny as fuck, but they all got cowboy boots. What type of reality they think they walking into? They literally <laughs> are walking into like a fucking Aeropo style ad. I swear. Right, but then when they got there, it was reality like, is a real farmer. Like, I need you to roll this hay out for these cows. And they were like, what? And let's not mention the man's houses. Regular, degola. I, I was so confused with the casting of the show. I was so confused with every aspect of the show. And then I told Diana, and she brought up a good point. She's like, the fine farmers probably don't want to be on the show because there's some fine farmers. I'm listen. Like if we're gonna sacrifice airtanks, some of them were like accountants in New York. Mm-hmm. Going a therapist, to, a nurse. I'm like, like, you about to give up your life? Fuck, Get the fuck out of here. He said. I travel west three times a week. And he probably got some pussy over there. <laughs> so we so west three times a week and I got sure. to why travel west with you. Shit, fuck that. Uh-uh. Then so you got to go to the waffle hole and find What is it that you said about the insecurities? Again, Pro whatever you want to do. Blow Botox, fillers, plastic surgery, get your tits. For me, it was my back aesthetically. And selfishly, I want to wear cute little tops. I want to wear dainty tops. I've never been able to wear them my whole life. My breasts have never matched my body. Do you? I think the, the point of this podcast is one, do your research. And two, always make sure it's coming from a place of that's what you want to do for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because when I tell you, I have been blessed with recovery. I do think that it, and I told Diana, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that I'm super active naturally, that mm-hmm. I work out, not, you know, and she like, takes care of herself. I take care of myself because when I tell you, what were you saying about the BBLs and recovery? Oh, you can't sit on your butt or lay on it three to six weeks, depending on your body. So the minimum is three weeks. So how the fuck you do? What are you doing? You on your knees. I mean, if you're comfortable on your knees, do your thing. <laughs> but you can only like really side, lay down, but not on the bun part, on the front part. So like you got to lay on your stomach to sleep. So these are all things that you have to think about and research before you get there. Also, if you do get a BBL and somebody botched it, hopefully you got it done somewhere where somebody was a professional doctor so and all that stuff. Because it can be reversed. Get it and you get it. You get a botched job. Yo, I'm t- like, the other thing is, like, our bodies are not meant I mean, to be put through. I mean, there's a whole show called Boxed. Yes, our bodies are not meant to be put through so much stuff. Mm-hmm. And one thing I wanted to not forget, I was online because, of course, I feel like my ass has deflated in a week. But I was looking on the social media and I put in booty building. Every single video I found was women who, yes, they work out now and they're super fit, but they have fake tits and fake asses. So it's like. Or they wear the fake butt pad thing. Or that. Because that's what that's what was found out about the um, TikTok leggings. The girl that was modeling them at first. She had pads? She had a pad. And they. they the ones that they go outed in the her. They outed her. They outed the company. Now everybody wearing them things, and it's honestly not good. I mean, not everyone is. <laughs> I mean, this is a no. Where which one? But I'm just saying. If you like it, we love it, but I'm, we just saying. Yeah, no. <laughs> everybody has a mirror. Like, come on. That's the other thing. Like, you know, 
you know when you're showing up as your best self and you know when you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, what I had some notes. What what else? I know that you wanted that, to. Well, there was one more thing I wanted to say. If you do get a, 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 a BBL and or if you know somebody that did get a BBL, you have to make sure that it was done by a professional, a doctor, uh, you know, some where you got your research and all that stuff because it can be reversed only if it was done right. So if it wasn't done right. You basically die with the toxicity in you. No, they'll, they'll take it out, but they won't be able to reverse it to in, in the in the in the sense of giving you a form, right? Oh, oh, but yeah. then after that, you like whatever your ass shape whatever is, it is, is it what it is? But you know, I mean, there's butt pads, but yeah. that goes with everything because with lipo and stuff, like you could get you get lipo or cool shape or those massages that you mm-hmm. love or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you then go and fucking have burgers every day, yeah, they they they, yeah, they, no. they don't. It, they don't it's match. all about from beginning to end. If it's a journey you want to be on, you have to dedicate yourself to the maintenance. Because I have, I won't say who, but family members who have had gastric, who have had, you know, fat taken from their arms or whatever to match, and they are right back to being very large people. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Nothing is like there. No, it's like Dr. Payton said. He's like Rocio. There's no such thing as like a miracle procedure or like an immediate gratification mm-hmm. or you want to be thin or like like it, 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 there's no such thing. I think my bigger thing that I wanted to address on this is like, do we feel culturally like culturally like there's a lot of pressure to be this typical Latina? voluptuous red lip breast and like tiny waist situation because why else would a regular degular girl in washington heights be so pressed to get this work done mm-hmm. or in hartford i mean isn't bernice borgos like super transparent about all her absolutely work? absolutely but that goes to say like i was saying at the top of this that if I go up to, if I grew up with you and I'm like, oh my God, you look amazing. Where did you get the work done? Don't get fucking mad at me. I right. know it's work. Right. And you didn't do it at the gym. You can't be at the gym taking pictures of your ass and shit. You're not sweating. You're on the treadmill doing some bullshit so that people could see that you went to the gym, but you went MIA for like two weeks. Just tell the truth. Like to me. And if you don't want to tell the truth, be like, yo, D, don't, you know what I'm saying? Don't say nothing, whatever. Fine. And if you don't want to tell me, that's fine too. But don't get mad at me. We all know it's work. Yo, so we you're, you're telling me, okay, so you live in, in Connecticut. Right. Right. So I live in LA. I've lived in New York. So for me, the bigger metropolitan areas, these are things that I see like regularly, like it's nothing. But you're telling me that even in a place like Connecticut, in Hartford, whatever, you you see this like Absolutely. very often. Absolutely. Absolutely. But like- I see bad ones too. To there's some, to, there's some To go to eat ones. at like Outback? I don't understand. I mean, no times or, because I'm all or small to talk multiple guys at Echo Park. <laughs> Jaw drop. Wait, what? I mean, they're everywhere. They are everywhere. Let's not even. I mean, we're gonna end up doing a part two, but um. These procedures cost money. Even if you go to Colombia, they cost money. They cost money, yes. Because yes. even when you go there, you can't leave the country. You can't get on a flight. So you have to pay to recover. You have to pay for a place to stay. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah. So please research, and we're gonna do a we're gonna do a part two because we're not, we're gonna talk about just everything, right? Like yeah, nose we are, jobs. We are and... part two because there is something to be said about nose jobs. We love Cardi B once again, but we'll sweet. talk about those fillers. Stop. Cardi B is starting out. Chopping out. I mean, Lil Kim. I mean, Michael Jackson. Or the next episode will be about people starting to reverse and remove things like like China. China. Mm -hmm. Like China. She's reverse. reverse. She took out her fillers. She's taking out other things from plastic surgery. I think there may be a movement where women will start like, because a lot of women are starting to replace their implants that used to be like, I believe, don't quote me, silicone and had leakage to like something that's more natural mm-hmm. or smaller. I had a friend recently who went smaller with an implant. Oh. So I do, I do not, I mean, not overall, cause there's always going to be people need only fans is paying people a lot of money. I get it. Mm-hmm. But to me, if you got an only fans, if you a stripper, no offense. If you are in a business that requires your appearance to be voluptuous or whatever, to me, there's more justification to someone who has to do that mm-hmm. than someone who's just doing it to walk through Cole Park. Right. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not that it's a judgment zone. You do what you do if you want to do it to walk through Cole Park. But, sweetie. That shit look crazy. Wait till you come to Cole Park. I'm going to show you. There's a few. First of all, tell people what Now, when they see this, they're going to be this bitch. <laughs> this bitch just be watching us to fucking talk shit on her um, podcast. Yeah. Because I can talk about whatever the fuck I want. Cole Park is a park in Connecticut where Diana's husband plays on a team in a softball. My husband team, right? and a lot of my friends, like for years, I've been going to Cole Park. I've been going to Cole Park since my dad played there. So look at that. She's so, OG, but Cole Park has now grown. It has into grown. a runway. <laughs> no, let's not go that far. For all we ain't BBLs yeah. and plastic surgeries. And, and I'm always in the cut, and my crew is, they know who they are. Will, Lucelli, Els, they my crew. We sit over there and we have a good ass time. They are like the best. And also, um, I forgot her name, but she is Mysterio's mom and then her mom and then Lucy. There's a whole bunch of us. We get together. I love Lucy. Lucy is the best. That's my girl. That Lucy, Lucelli mom. Yo. She, yo, I swear we have conversations that I know nobody know about. And I'll be over there like, yeah, it's like, talking it. about what conversation? Yeah, exactly. Nobody no conversation. Uh. No conversation. Yeah, but yeah. So shout out to all my co partners. You know how we do. And the boys, because I sit with the boys. Too. Nobody cares about them. the men. Um, so tell us if yours plastic surgery stories, if you want to share, if you don't oh want to share, tell us if bad stories you've heard or your personal experiences if you want to know who my plastic surgeon is i will tell you 100 percent. there's also some other very well-known plastic surgeons that i did research on they were just out of my budget um and i feel very good about the results of my surgery are you gonna reveal no Okay. I'll reveal. Next time. Day. Yeah, Next another time. podcast. I'll reveal. <laughs> but they let it be. And, and the nipples it. are saying, hi. The is like, Pow. I was like, damn. Because uh. after you had some kids, the areolas become like fucking frisbees. Oh, so that's the funny part. So I used to have a very, after Sophie especially, I used to have a large I don't know, but you show me your shit. Of course. I have pictures as well. <laughs> but... He had to, he had to cut out my nipples. So now she's like this and like 
teeny, like the areola, the nipples the same, which I love because I've always loved my nipples. But the areola is like a perfect little circle. I'm happy for you and your titties, girl. I can't wait for you to wear all them shirts. I was telling her we had went to. I was going to talk to Cole. We, <laughs> we went to the mall. We went somewhere and I was like, you want to try some tank tops? <laughs> I was like, I can't. I was so happy for her. I wanted to wear tank <laughs> and then I'll be like, do I want to wear this whole time? <laughs> That's what she wanted. She's like, try on the tank top so I can wear you. <laughs> Are you going to join a wet t shirt contest? Happily, bitch. Happily. Okay, that all came from my childhood. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we love you all. Thanks for watching. Subscribe. Thank you for watching. Click below. Sorry, Alyssa. Follow us. <laughs> No, Gracias por listening to Cositas Mommy Never Told Me. We hope you loved this episode. Make sure you subscribe, follow, and share Cositas Mommy Never Told Me on all your social channels. Todas las redes sociales. And don't forget, if you want in on the real tea and see all of our reactions to the craziness, watch this episode on YouTube. Que bochinche!